Welcome to Best Self with Haley James Fit, a podcast to help you discover and become the best version of yourself. Your host, Haley, is a sustainable fitness and nutrition coach who uses her knowledge of holistic nutrition, functional strength training, and mindset development to give you the tools and confidence you need to transform your body, mind, and life. Tune in each week to be inspired, motivated, and pushed to up-level in all areas of your life. Get ready. A new episode starts now. Welcome back to Best Self with Haley James Fit. I am your host, Haley. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in. This is now episode three. I think I will be releasing these all in a row. So you might have been coming right from the last episode into this one. Otherwise, you know, you're listening to this one a week later. And I just want to say thank you for listening to episode two. If you haven't, I highly suggest going back and listening. It is all about my story going through my eating disorders, disordered eating, over-exercise, and body dysmorphia. Just really hatred of my body into the person that I am today. Very healthy, fit, thriving, and just very confident at you know whatever size that is. And that is what I teach my clients and what I want to help instill in all of you guys that you know health is not a size it is not determined by how you look it's determined by how you feel on the inside and all those markers versus how you you know look on the outside and what society tells us we should look like so definitely go check that episode out but today I kind of want to dig into some of those you know, nutrition myths that I fell victim to going through my journey that I see most clients fall victim to that um, come across, you know, my radar and lots of people that follow me and, you know, ask me questions and deal with these same issues. So that's what we're going to dig in today, guys. Going to be a juicy one. Definitely probably want to get that notepad out if you know, if you feel like you fall a victim to a lot of these nutrition myths that we, that I think we all do, if we are living in the Western world, it's pretty hard to avoid this. But yeah, I hope you guys are having a good week, a good day, and you are putting your best foot forward in whatever, um, you know, area that that means for you. It doesn't always just have to be health and fitness. Um, it can be, or because health really is encompassing all, right? So it could be relationships, it can be work, um, mental, emotional, anything in those areas that you are, you know, showing up as your best self in. And this best self means, you know, better than you did the day before, or as best you can show up within the situation. So I want you guys to be clear on that, that it doesn't mean that you always have to be, you know, achieving to the greatest potential every single day that we would definitely burn out, but it's more within those parameters of your day. How are you showing up as your best self? Whether that be a recovery day, you need to show up as your best to recover, foam roll, stretch, actually rest and recover, eat enough nourishing foods 
versus maybe it's a day you need to show up as your best self and run your best mileage time, right? So both of these are valid. Both of these mean you're showing up as your best self. They're just on different ends of the spectrum depending on what your goal is for that day. And usually we do have that kind of overarching larger goal that is guiding our day-to-day and how we're showing up as our best self. But not every day is going to look, quote unquote, what we think is like our best self, right? Like the highest performance that's not going to be available to us every day. Otherwise, we're going to get burnout. We're going to get injury. We're going to get these things that happen to us if we are living in those extremes all the time and don't know when to pull back. So part of being our best self is finding that balance, you guys. So I'll always come back to that. So I just want to start this episode with a little bit of that. Understanding you know, really what best self is. And yeah, I want to talk a little bit too about what's been going on with me. So when I'm filming this, or or sorry, recording this episode, I am three weeks into my marathon training. So me talking about best self is make me think about the this situation where today I was running one of my pace runs, so trying to increase pace. And, you know, that was my best that I could do in that moment, right? Which was that kind of stereotypical striving to be, you know, higher performing and striving to cut off a few, you know, you know, seconds, but in this case it was minutes because I am kind of into the earlier stages of my training. So each week is kind of a little bit quicker results than it might become later on in my training. And it got me back to thinking about uh, Tuesday. So a few days ago, this is a Thursday that I'm recording it. On Tuesday, my objective for that day was rest and recover. And so me showing was my best self that day was to foam roll, was to actually rest and not do a workout. And that can be very hard for someone like me who is uh very not I want to, I don't want to say addicted I'm not addicted anymore but I I'm kind of dependent honestly on exercise and it's good for me to be challenged and know that I can't always um be pushing my hardest in in the gym or you know now running so that was me showing up as my best self and I want you guys to think about that in relation to your life and what's going on with you and it's not always about being perfect it's about being your best self in that situation So yeah, I'm going to continue to share my running journey with you guys as we go. It's exciting. I think there's going to be a lot of relatable things that I can share with you guys, you know, that I pick up from from a challenge and from running and relate back to you guys and, you know, what you're going through in your day. So I would love for us to connect more. And if you're not already following me on Instagram or if we don't already have a relationship, please go DM me over there. Tell me you came from the podcast. Um, obviously we're super tiny right now, but we're, we're going to be, we're going to be strong. We're going to grow. I know that. And, uh, I would just love to connect with and know maybe one thing that you are, what is a goal, you know, you're looking to achieve at the end, you know, within 2020 or maybe even going into 2021 and how are the ways that, you know, are you showing up as your best self that day? And if you don't know how to kind of start that, DM me and let's chat. Let's figure out, you know, how you can show up as your best self in that situation. So definitely excited to hear from you guys. Um, That's really, you know, one of the huge reasons why I'm doing this podcast is to connect with you guys on a bit of a deeper level because I know if you're spending 
you know, 20 to 40 minutes listening to me that you resonate with what I'm saying and you are looking for some help and guidance on becoming the best version of yourself, no matter again, what I mean, if that is your health, your fitness, your relationships, your work, all of the above, whatever it is, that's what we're here to achieve. And I know if you're spending the time to listen to that, you are dedicated to that yourself. So I definitely want to connect with you guys on a further level. I hope you guys are having a good summer. I'm having an amazing summer. I'm loving the hot weather. I didn't love it when I was more focused on my physique and my appearance uh, because it was hard for me to wear shorts and bathing suits and dresses. And this year, because I don't freaking care and I'm feeling myself, I love it because I will put on whatever I want and that I feel good in and rock it. So I hope you guys are, you know, transitioning into feeling that way too and if you're not there yet please give yourself grace that is fine I was not always there either but just again showing up as your best self to continue to work towards that is gonna bring you so much peace and joy so um yeah just know that that there's no judgment or you shouldn't feel bad if you're not there yet that you if you're committed as I know you are for listening you will get there too so very much enjoying the summer, going to be going up to the cottage soon and yeah, just enjoying my time again, showing up as my best self in that moment, which is chilling out with wine, maybe a s'more and connecting with um, my partner and, you know, digging into our relationship and not so much about work or about being my fittest or my healthiest in that moment, but I'm nurturing another aspect of my health, which is Uh, socializing and my relationships so and which is emotional and mental health as well so just know that as I said before it's all elements so let me know too what are you guys doing to nurture that side of your health we need to not just focus on our fitness and our nutrition we need to focus on our mental health and on our relationships and what what is making us feel like our best selves you know so don't forget about those elements as well all right, guys, I have eaten, eaten, <laughs> I've taken up enough of your ear um, with this little intro. I will definitely continue to do this and just update you guys. One of my other main things is just, yeah, to connect with you guys like friends. Um, that's the podcast, the podcast that I love listening to. And then, you know, get into some good juicy takeaways for you guys as well. So let's dig into those now. So we are talking common nutrition myths, nutrition, sorry, and fitness myths that we can fall victim to that help us, or sorry, not help us, but I mean, I guess help us crumble our foundation and get us off track. So these are things that I've fallen victim to most of my clients that have come to me as have as well. And a lot of you may have as well, but if you haven't, this will help you avoid it. And if you have, it's also that just that reassurance that those are myths. Those are not something you want to fall victim to again, and maybe ways to go approach it in a different way that you didn't know before. Right. Cause a lot of the time we can just say like, this doesn't work, but unless you give us a good action plan of what does work, it's not very helpful for you. So that's what I want to give you guys, like a myth, but also ways to help you get get to your, your results. So the first myth that we're going to bust is that you 
have to be perfect to see results. You have to always be on your game to see results. And quite frankly, guys, if you just break it down and you look at the facts, you can see that this is literally not true for anyone in a lifestyle um, um, way. If you're an athlete, it's a bit of a different, like a professional athlete, it's a little bit of a different situation. But even for them, they have times that they're, you know, a little bit off of their on-season play, meaning they're in their off-season, a little bit more rest and recovery. So even them, they're not like, quote unquote, perfect all the time. So the same especially goes for us in a lifestyle capacity. If we think we need to be perfect and 100% on our game, so whatever that is, if that means you have to be perfect with your workouts, you can never miss one, you have to show up every single day or five days a week, whatever, you've kind of set that parameter for yourself, whatever maybe a fitness class has set the parameter before or a program or a coach even, unfortunately, we're all not out for your best interest and your, and your, you know, your deep health a lot of the time they just they've maybe been able to um withstand a higher level of stress on their body from their workout so they think that you can and they're you know they're not in tune with you so if you're finding like you're you know trying to be perfect and and work out every single day or follow a very restrictive diet and you keep falling off you keep having a hard time staying consistent that is the biggest warning sign you guys in your face that you need to make a change And don't be afraid to try something that you haven't tried before, right? Because that might be the golden ticket. A lot of the time we keep coming back to the same thing that's failed us because it's comfortable, right? And our our ego, our, you know, we do want to stay comfortable unless we challenge that. So that's why we kind of tend to come back to the same thing. A lot of the time too, it's in the general public, it's in the media that this is what works. And even though you've tried it before, you kind of doubt yourself that it's going to that the, you know, you doubt yourself that didn't work and maybe, okay, like it didn't work that time, but this time it's going to work. But guys, I I promise like if it didn't work the first time, it's probably not going to be, it might work a bit better another time, but it's probably not going to be your magic solution, right? So I would encourage you to try something that might feel a bit uncomfortable, a bit different, right? So if you've tried, let's say you try like a restrictive diet that you're going to need to be 100% on all the time. You keep falling off on the weekends Let's try something that allows you to be 70% on quote unquote healthy food and 30% having some wine, having some chocolate, having some ice cream with your friends. Let's try that. Let's be consistent with that for a month or two and see if you're any closer to when you were 100% restrictive but ended up falling off completely on every single weekend. And let me know, how does that work? right? So that's just one myth, you guys, that we have to be 100% on, 100% perfect all the time. And I encourage you to try something different, like a less restrictive approach. The second myth that we want to bust is that (laughs) carbs make us fat. I can hardly even say it because it's so ludicrous. So why this kind of came about or, you know, one of the reasons um, is that if we eat an excess of carbohydrates without using them, and not just an excess of carbs, but an excess of food in general, it just happens to be carbs um, and fats as well. 
but these kinds of foods are these hyper palatable foods, meaning they're very easy for us to consume without making us feel full. So we can easily overconsume cake, cookies, pizza, chips without us feeling satisfied or full. So we're easily able to overeat. When we overeat more than we expend, meaning through exercise movement, that then we will store it as fat. Um, so that is why people sometimes say that carbohydrates are the things that are making us fat because they've kind of grouped carbohydrates in these hyper palatable, simpler carbohydrates and, and unhealthy fats um, that have caused us to gain weight just due to eating too much <laughs> and not moving enough. So it's not the carbohydrates fault. The carbohydrate is absolutely amazing for health and energy if we use them. So that's why carbohydrates for me are an easy macro energy source food to manipulate do, uh, based on your activity level. If you're very active, you need more. If you're not as active, you need less. Doesn't mean you don't need any. It just means generally you don't need as much because you're not you're not you're not needing them. You're not moving, right? So it's not the carbohydrates' fault. It's the overconsumption of calories' fault that is making you gain weight. So don't need to cut out carbs. Don't cut out your sweet potatoes, your rice, your fruits, your vegetables, anything crazy like that. Yeah, I would say it's fine to cut out your processed foods. You know, those again, you might want, as I said in the first, you know, myth, have them here and there to keep yourself, you know, consistent. But they definitely aren't ones that are, you know, necessary in your diet. It's just more for your longevity in uh, in your health journey. So carbs do not make you fat. Don't stop eating them. They're wonderful for you, especially if you're a runner like me, or especially if you're, you are performing at a high level in your athletics or even just a, you know, moderate few times a week working out, you still need carbohydrates for your recovery and your energy to perform. So definitely don't cut them out. The next myth we're going to go into you guys is that we need this is like, it's kind of like a broad myth, but like we need superfoods and supplements to be healthy. Um, this one, I think, again, it can just confuse us that we feel like we need to spend all this money and do all these things. And it's like, oh my God, it's so overwhelming that who cares? Like, I'm not even going to try to do anything versus if you just started eating um, whole food carbohydrates, you know, grass fed, pasture raised animal protein, high fiber vegetables, nuts, seeds, healthy fats. If you just started eating those foods, cut out your processed carbohydrate junk, chilled out a little bit, relaxed, trusted your body in the process. You don't need many of the supplements and superfoods. Those are nice to have once you've really built those basics, but they're nothing that's going to break the bank other than actually breaking your money bank, but it's not going to break your health bank, right? It's going to maybe give you the little added edge. Again, if you're an elite performer, it's going to help you a little bit if you already have everything else dialed in. But if you're just eating, you know, you know, a kind of a classic a standard American Canadian North American diet, 
and not, you know, very paying attention to your health and your exercise and your sleep and your stress and all those things are a bit out of whack. And you think, okay, I better take a fish oil, probiotic, spirulina, because everyone and their mother is doing it. And you think that that is the way to be healthy. You've got it all wrong. You need to flip it and you need to get back to those whole food nutrition basics, start moving your body, managing your stress, making sure you're sleeping enough and then possibly add in some supplements if you got those boxes checked. So that's the next one, guys. Please do not go out and buy a bunch of supplements that you honestly don't really know what are for and that won't make a difference unless you have the basics undercover. Okay, so the next myth is fasting. Um, I'm going to cover a lot of different fasting ones here real quick. Again, I can go in much detail on all of these, but I'm just going to give you guys the cliff notes with these. So let's say fasting, intermittent fasting, fasted cardio, all these things are, again, your kind of your magic ticket and are going to be what's helping you lose weight, burn fat. Now, there's a lot of little nuances. So let's first take the fasted cardio. So fasted cardio, you can look up any credible research research on this, you guys, that's been proven. It does kind of make intuitive sense, but it's been proven that it does not make you burn any more fat or calories or help you lose weight in any way. It's more just that if you do it versus not doing it, right? So if you do your cardio, you do that added movement, versus not doing it. That's what's gonna make the difference. It doesn't matter the time. It's just, when does that work for you and your body and your goals? The next one about the fast is if you're intermittent fasting, of course, intermittent fasting can help you lose weight because you kind of cut off a chunk of time that you're not eating. However, if you're still eating the same amount or more because you haven't managed your blood sugar going into intermittent fast, so you tend to overeat in the intermittent fast, you're not tracking your food, it can actually make you gain fat again or gain weight again because it's all about calories in, calories out, not about what calories and at what time you're having them. These are little nuanced things that again, can maybe help you get that 1% when everything else is dialed into that 99%. So the fasting is just a way for people, I mean, people do it for multiple different reasons, but it's a way for us to, you know, help, you know, cut back our eating window to maybe help us not overeat if it's done correctly. But again, it's just about the food in, food out, not about the timing you're having it, right? An extended fast, same different thing. I'm not talking about the um, deeper health um, benefits of a fast because there are many and I'm saying they are good if they're managed correctly with a healthy person and with the guidance of a health professional. But just jumping into the fasts, I do not recommend, especially a longer term fast. And those, again, it's even if it's like a juice fast or a long-term fast, unless they're managed correctly, guys, you might come out of that and overeat because you haven't managed your body correctly, your mindset correctly, and you might tend to kind of overeat those calories that you missed out on for days and cause you some serious, um, maybe some weight gain in the end and also some digestive issues from overeating. So I want you guys to be cautious about those types of fasts, even intermittent fasting without really having done the deep research, maybe worked with someone to go into it. 
and really make sure that your mindset is healthy. You haven't, you know, recently struggled from eating disorder, or dis- you're not struggling from disordered eating at the moment, um, that you don't have some blood sugar issues. You need to make sure all these things are in check before you dive into something like a fast because it is a stress on the body that if it's not managed correctly, it can cause some other issues. So I want to make sure you guys just go about those correctly. They're not magic tickets to lose fat. Again, calories in calories out is the weight loss, um, you know, motto. (laughs) That's what you need. It's not that you're doing, you know, different, um, little protocols to, to get ahead, right? Again, it's only with when hundred percent things are dialed in that these things like supplements, like fasts, um, can help you maybe get ahead that 1%. Okay, so don't go into intermittent fasting blindly and don't think it's your magic ticket. So the last one, guys, that we're going to dig into today is that, is that again, is kind of keto or higher fat is the way to go and the way to your long-term health. So again, you guys, please do not go about that without guidance it's a very extreme protocol without going about it correctly can lead into some major mental and physical issues down the line keto was designed for a more of a therapeutic approach in hospitals um, not for just your everyday joe and as much as i you know the science backs and i do understand how obviously cutting out carbohydrates almost completely and increasing your fat um, and leading a ketogenic diet where you're burning ketones instead of carbs for energy. Yes, like right off the bat, that's your body's going to change because you're drastically changing your food source. Carbohydrates, they do take in water with them, meaning that yes, you are having going to have a fuller look versus if you were just on fats, which gives you a kind of a bit of a harder, you know, leaner look. But it's not that you can't achieve that with carbohydrates too. It's just that keto is a faster way to do it. And what do we like as humans? We like fast. We're not patient. We want things to happen instantly. So that's the problem is that these this happens instantly for us guys. But again, is this a lifestyle for you? Could you manage this long-term or can you just do it for a month? That was my thing when I did it. It was like, yeah, it was great. I felt great, but it wasn't long. It wasn't in, I wasn't in it for the longevity of it. I couldn't maintain that. I didn't want to. I want wine. I want sweet potato. I like, I want bread. Like I want these things and I'm not going to give them up for my whole life. Life is short, right? And I can achieve my goals and feel healthy and be healthy without it. So if you're someone who's out there, who's like, no problem, I can do keto or, you know, maybe I can do these keto cycling that's out where I have carbs here and there, but it's very regimented. Again, it's like, it's not just like your easy lifestyle diet where you don't pay attention to like, or you're not like, you're not super aware of what you're eating. Like you have to be very dialed in all the time. So if you're someone who's out there, it's like, yeah, no problem. Easy. Okay, fine. Like, I'm not saying keto is bad for you. But if you're someone there, it's like, oh my God, what? Like I can never have like, or like I can rarely or like have to be very regimented and very particular on when I have a piece of fruit or a sweet potato or a slice of cake. And that's like, that's a lot for you to even think about. Don't do it. And there's no need. You can reach your health, feel, reach your goals without it. 
It's just, again, it's another method that might work for 1% of the population, but we need to stop thinking we can all fit into that box. It's a total myth that that's like the key to your health and that you should even be doing it, especially without guidance. Um, so yeah, guys, that wraps up the myths for today. I will continue to do myth episodes because I think it's one of the most powerful things for you guys to hear is just these ways of like, it kind of like helps you like release that, you know? Cause I knew for me, it was like a lot of like, oh my God, like I would listen to an episode, like a podcast or read something. I'm like, okay, like I have to do that. Otherwise I'm not gonna be healthy. I'm not gonna reach my goals. And then I would try and I would fail because they're restrictive and ridiculous. And it wasn't, it wasn't in my ability to do long-term. And then I would feel like a failure and I'd be like, oh, I'm not gonna reach my goals. And I would just feel so overwhelmed. So I'm hoping that I can give you guys that kind of breath of um, fresh air, that relief over yourself right now, where it's like, you do not have to do these extreme, extreme principles to get where you want to go, right? That's what my programs, Fitness Nutrition Academy, Sustainable Weight Loss, that is what those are all based on is this, uh, this, this concept that you can, you know, have it all, right? You can eat, you can have your cake and eat it too. (laughs) Um, You can reach your goals, but you can also enjoy your life. You can, and you can do it for the long term. I'm not in this for you guys to have a month transformation. I'm not in this for you guys to have three months of good health and feeling your bomb, your bomb best, and then having the rest of the year where you're trying to figure out what to do next. No, I'm in this for you guys to change your life throughout this pro throughout my programs so that you never feel like you need to come back to some sort of cleanse or diet or program or plan or challenge that you have the tools in your toolbox to accomplish whatever goal and um, transformation that you have set for yourself right that's how I coach and that's what I want you guys to start understanding too listening to my podcast is that you guys can have it all you can have all the things and all the health and it doesn't, it's not that serious. It's not that extreme, um, that we've made it out to be for the last, um, few years here in the health industry or last, you know, many years really, but you know, years that I've been in it is last, uh, you know, almost 10. So there you go, guys. I hope those were helpful. Please let me know if you have any questions on those myths. Please let me know any other myths you want me to bust. Um, over on my DMs on Haley James Fit Instagram. I'll be listing that in the show notes. And I'll definitely be doing more of these episodes. If you, yeah, if you leave a question of like a myth that you want me to bust, I will do it on here, maybe over on Instagram as well. Check it out there for more of those. And please let me know too, like what else you guys want to hear about. Um, Cause I'm doing this for you guys, you know, for me too. I love to talk and I love to talk about this stuff, but I'm definitely wanting to reach you guys. So please share this with someone else who is on their best self journey. Stop, sh- start showing up as your best self every day, no matter what that means, big or small, one that 1% better guys know that. So it doesn't have to be something massive, just that 1% better. Please subscribe if you like what you hear. And yeah, as I said, share it with someone who else is on their journey. Connect with me over on Instagram, Haley James Fit. Let me know what myth you need busted next. Have a wonderful week, guys. Chat soon. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Best Self. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review the show and share it with a friend who is on their best self journey. You can find me always at Haley James Fit on Instagram, and I look forward to connecting with you further.